Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Monday, December 6th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC, $48,962.25, down 0.80%. Ethereum, number two, $4,164.36, down 0.67%. Binance Coin, number three, $551.39, down 3.08%. Tether at number four, 99 cents. Solana at number five, $193.03, down 1.84%. Cardano at number six, $1.35, down 4.16%. USD coin number seven, 99 cents. XRP number eight, 79 cents, down 5.53%. Polkadot at number nine, $27.40, down 5.57%. And last but not least, number 10, Terra. $63.85, down 12.16%. Let's take a look at the Crypto Fear and Greed Index. So extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for correction. And today we got extreme fear at 16. Yesterday was extreme fear at 18. Last week was fear at 33. And last month was greed at 71. Let's take a look at our five articles today. Article number one is here, behind crypto's ugly weekend, cascading sell-offs and dashed hopes for Bitcoin $100,000. Article number two, the Bitcoin fractal predicted the fall, but here's the next price target. Article number three, one of the most transformative moments in our lives, why time is betting big on crypto and NFTs. Article number four, BitMart loses $200 million following large-scale security breach. And last, the main topic today is a perfect storm as Bitcoin stages weekend crash that puts it on verge of breakdown. Here's what crypto bulls are saying. So before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters and my listeners. If you're listening into the podcast, you can catch me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. It does help me out greatly. So without further ado, let's take a look at the articles. Article number one is Behind Crypto's Ugly Weekend, Cascading Sell-Offs and Dashed Hopes for Bitcoin by $100,000. Huddle no more. The grim weekend cryptocurrency drubbing that dragged Bitcoin under $50,000 and ravaged other digital coins has decisively tempered the bullishness of investors, some of whom were predicting a run at $100,000 just weeks ago. Fueled by uncertainty over the Federal Reserve inching towards tighter monetary policy in the face of surging inflation and global fears over the new Omicron variant of COVID-19, the dramatic crash was supercharged by liquidations in the crypto derivatives market, market players say. Only Friday, Bitcoin sat above $57,000 before the risk aversion hammering stocks spilled over into the crypto world dragging the premier digital coin down by as much as 20% on the day to below $43,000. On Sunday, the currency bounced by over 2% to trade around $49,000. According to estimates by Larry Cermak at the Block Research, nearly $5 billion in open interest was wiped out as in little as love of half an hour. That helped to shave cryptocurrency's total market capitalization down to around $2.3 trillion, off sharply from last month's record high above $2.6 trillion. He tweets, we've seen $1.3 billion in long positions liquidated on this dump 
from 51K to 42K. Keep in mind this number is likely undercounted because of Binance and Bybit limiting liquidations data. First massive liquidation in a while. Total open interest has gone down from $21.6 billion to $16.7 billion in about 30 minutes. This would mean that almost $5 billion of open interest evaporated. This tends to be a much better proxy for liquidations because exchanges now massively limiting liquidations data. In some parts of the market, BTC's price collapsed even lower, with some exchanges pricing it as low as $28,000 according to Jason Lau, Chief Operating Officer of the cryptocurrency exchange OKCoin. As is usually the case, cascading liquidations in the derivative markets drove exaggerated moves. OKCoin's Lau explained, because fewer people typically trade on weekends, the crypto markets often deal with much lower levels of liquidity, providing even less of a buffer against nosedives. Lao and investors say thin market conditions fed the carnage in Saturday's price action. On Sunday, some cryptocurrencies recovered a bit of lost ground. Ether plunged by over 20%, but clawed back some losses, currently floating around $4,100. Smaller blockchain units where, li where liquidity is even lower, like Solana, are also nursing a 20% net correction. Yet, bucking the trend was Terra Luna's, a stablecoin peg token that's seen the most significant crypto gains in the last several weeks. Up over 10% on the day, Luna flipped its initial slide into a weekend bull run that's logging back-to-back all-time highs. This weekend sell-off is just the latest of several flash crashes this year that have sent some investors reeling, even as El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele, whose country became the first sovereign government to embrace Bitcoin as legal tender, proclaimed that he bought the dip. The buy-the-dip philosophy is spurred by Bitcoin investors' belief that no matter how sharp a drop, the asset will continue to rise over the long term, thanks to free spending governments and loose monetary policy sparking inflation. Fundamentally, the continuation of monetary expansion and a declining purchasing power is not dispersing and will only drive more interest into scarce assets like Bitcoin. OKCoin's Lao told Yahoo Finance, but short-term sentiment around the asset has clearly shifted. Bitcoin has experienced violent swings of 20 to 30% in previous bull runs before reaching its peak, according to Anto Porayan, Chief Operating Officer of ARC36, a crypto hedge fund. Yet this time around, BTC's 20-week moving average, a key bull market indicator, has now been decisively breached. Pramoyan told Yahoo Finance, warning that outlook is currently bearish in the short to medium term, as some investors look to shed their riskier assets. With the Fed seemingly more concerned about inflation and Omicron fears widening, investors are walking back hopes of Bitcoin hitting $100,000, a much-anticipated milestone, according to Baxter Hines, chief investment officer of the Texas-based Honeycomb Digital Investments. Bitcoin's rally has been fueled in part by borrowed money or leveraged positions on derivatives exchanges, with some using the digital coin as margin collateral. As such, a heavily leveraged market is vulnerable to shakeouts that exaggerated violent moves. Over the last quarter, money locked in decentralized finance protocols surpassed $100 billion, according to DeFi Pulse, a fourfold surge since the start of the year. And when crypto prices went south on Friday, so did the collateral backing loans made to derivatives traders. Heinz pointed out, ramping up margin calls that forced traders to liquidate positions to cover losses as well as volatility.
With open interest already down sharply, the drop could even get even worse when Monday's regular session begins. That's because the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, CME, which is accounting for an increasing level of open interest volume on BTC futures, doesn't operate on Saturdays. It'll be interesting to see what happens when Monday comes around, Lao added. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article behind crypto's ugly weekend cascading sell-offs and dashed hopes for Bitcoin's 100K? Comment down below and let me know what you think. Did you buy the dip? Article number two. This Bitcoin fractal predicted the fall, but here's the next price target. Bitcoin, along with larger crypto market, dropped the ball after the most recent price fall had echoes of 19 May's mark crash. With BTC shedding 25% of its value in a matter of a few hours, the market seemed to reset to its September end levels. While it was trading around the 49K mark at press time, for a brief moment, it did tread close to $42,000 too. The aforementioned price fall led to a mass wipeout, giving way to over $2.5 billion liquidations across the market. Ergo, the question, does the macro bullish outlook for Bitcoin remain intact? The dip was overdue. On the daily chart, Bitcoin's price has been in a falling wedge structure since the 16th of November crash. Looking at the larger structure for the past month, it can be argued that the latest crash to the 42K level was overdue. On zooming out, a look at BTC's weekly chart highlighted how after the 4th of December crash, the price broke the MA50 trend line. During the previous major corrections too, the price had broken below this level in May and then again in late June. However, it has always managed to hold it. In fact, this level has acted as a support for the plus 100% rally from July to November. Thus, as long as the weekly closes above or at least around the one-week MA50, BTCUSD has a legitimate probability of forming support there and starting a new rally. Interestingly, an RSI fractal seemed also be in play here, as noted in the chart above. A similar RSI structure was seen from mid-2019 to early 2020. As seen from early 2021 to the time of writing, the key catalyst in both cases was a sell-off due to COVID-19 feeders. However, this crash was more of a combination of multiple factors like the panic among retail investors, tech market crash, over-leveraged crypto markets, high open interest, positive funding rate, and so on. So what's next? For now, while the price has rebounded, another fall to the lower 40K level cannot be discarded. However, BTC's two main utility indicators continue to rise. A good signal, BTC's token circulation, and its daily active addresses. At press time, sat at six-month high. In fact, they seem likely to continue their uptrend too. Furthermore, the estimated leverage ratio dropped by 22% in just one day. This was last seen in September when the price dropped by 24% and touched 40K. <coughs> in case a similar rally follows and BTC's price makes a similar uh, structure, the next minimum target of 75K for Bitcoin towards the end of January 2022 can be expected. At the time of writing, the biggest takeaway at BTC's price rebounded from its lower levels seemed to be that the market dynamics have been looking very different from previous cycles. Even though volatility was still high, the market seemed to move from FOMO-induced price tops and sell-offs to more niche, mature, and sustainable growth while flushing leverage. Nonetheless, with the price structure still tilting towards bearish, despite the bounce, it would be best to be cautious. 
So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? This Bitcoin fractal predicted the fall, but here's what the next price target is. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, let's take a look at article number three. One of the most transformative moments in our lives while time is betting big on crypto and NFTs. Between launching NFTs, holding crypto, and educating readers, the century-old media brand is looking forward. Two points in this article. Number one, long-running magazine and media brand Time has launched a number of crypto and NFT initiatives in 2021. Two, Time president Keith Grossman spoke with Decrypt about his belief in Web3 and the potential to help onboard readers into crypto. So when the NFT market exploded in March and brought Web3 into the mainstream, a 98-year-old print magazine and news organization generated one of the most surprising headlines in the space. Time launched Ethereum NFTs based on its iconic red-bordered magazine covers and generated $446,000 worth of ETH in the process. Bridging the nearly century-old brand into the crypto world was not planned for long. Time president Keith Grossman told Decrypt, in fact, the NFT sale came together in a matter of weeks. Grossman said he first saw the potential for entering the NFT market following the sale of the classic Nyan cat meat as an NFT in February. There's the great philosopher, Mike Tyson, who has that quote, that everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Grossman said, in this case, the surging NFT market and evolving use case for blockchain tech were a staggering blow that shifted the course of time's path. I looked at that moment and it all just clicked on me. He added, launching magazine covers as NFTs, which publications like Fortune, Rolling Stone, The Economist, and Vogue have all done since, was just the tip of Time's Web3 play. Within weeks, the publication added cryptocurrency payments for its digital subscriptions and partnered with Grayscale to produce educational crypto content. Time was paid in Bitcoin from that deal and still holds it on its balance sheet. But Grossman just didn't want to buy crypto and sell NFTs. He was looking for a way to integrate NFTs and Web3 tech to change the relationship we have with consumers. Given how quickly time had jumped into the space and how rapidly the industry changes, Grossman admitted that he didn't know what was going to look like at the time, so he turned to the crypto community for guidance. I really spent a good part of six months just listening in Clubhouse and in Twitter spaces and talking to really influential and successful people within the space who knew way more than me about how I should think about our brand, he explained. That led to time pieces and Ethereum NFT collection that not only spotlights a number of artists from around the crypto industry, including a current artist in residence, 12-year-old Nyla Hayes, but also provides holders access to Time's Paywalled website. Launched in September, it pairs Web3 assets with what Grossman describes as frictionless access and utility to a familiar Web2 interface. Meet Corazan Aquino, 1986 WOTY. Aquino was elected president of the Philippines in 1986 and Time honored her as Woman of the Year. For her efforts in the Philippines, she is widely known as the mother of democracy. Last month, Time began making metaverse moves in partnership with Galaxy Digital, including a newsletter, educational content, and sponsored Time 100 Companies metaverse category. Time was paid in Ethereum for the deal and will hold onto its ETH. The educational aspect suggests the kind of influence that Time wants to have in bringing in newcomers.
We take it really seriously, Grossman said. We've been around for 98 years, and our goal is to be around for another 98 years, if not longer. To be sure, many onlookers scoffed at 98-year-old legacy media brand jumping on the NFT bandwagon. Time was an outsider to crypto, where NFTs, a desperate money grab, were some wondered. But Grossman had been trying to push past the magazine's image as stodgy or old-fashioned since he became its president in 2019. Last year, he told Diggy Day that time has suffered 10 years of neglect due to mismanagement and ownership transitions and that he was eager to reach a new generation of readers. As Grossman tells, he's been long at the axes of technology and media. At Wired, he helped launch tech magazine's first iPad edition, which the late Apple CEO Steve Jobs held as an example of tablet reading done right. He also helped develop award-winning ad tech as Ars Technica and launch Bloomberg's Quick Take streaming news platform. Beyond that, Grossman is a true believer in both Web3 technology and the community that has formed around it. He's ever-present on Twitter, popping into spaces to discuss new NFT collections and trends, sharing artwork from time drops, and extending a morning GM to his 28,000-plus followers. And yes, he has an ETH ENS domain at the end of his display name too. This moment that we're shifting from online renters to online owners may very well be one of the most transformative moments in our lives, right? Because we're already online. He said, this notion that we could be online and be owners is absolutely mind boggling. And this Web3 evolution on the internet plus finance to me is just incredible. Grossman has also connected with creatives and collectors across the NFT space. He believes that some of the best creativity and some of the best IP is actually being developed today in this space. Recently, Time announced plans to create a kids cartoon series around Robotoss uh, NFTs and previously collaborated with Cool Cats. He tweets, thank you. I too feel grateful for this incredible community. He said that the crypto and NFT community has been very giving with its time and energy to help time make the leap into Web3. Our one community member has said created a Discord server for time pieces and handed it over, asking nothing in return. Grossman and Time are now trying to repay that generosity to the community, whether through showcasing up and upcoming creators, donating a portion of NFT sales to charity, or evenly splitting half of all remaining NFT revenue with artists. It was really important to the entire Time organization, Grossman said, that we started afresh and we did it the right way. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article talking about Time? one of the most transformative moments in our lives, why time is betting big on crypto and NFTs. Comment down below and let me know what you think. So before we get into the next article, I just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters. If you guys have been listening to the Dave's Daily Crypto Take on the podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And if you're in YouTube space, please like, share, and comment. It does help me out really greatly. And let your friends, family know that this news channel or this update news channel is all unbiased. So there'll be for crypto and against crypto, but please do your due diligence and make an informative decision if you want to go into this world of cryptocurrency. All right, let's keep on going. Let's look at article number four. BitMart loses $200 million following large-scale security breach. 
As the crypto market lost momentum and people across the board panicked, a group of hackers conflated users' concerns by targeting BitMart, a cryptocurrency exchange. Early on Sunday, BitMart founder and CEO Sheldon Zia confirmed the hack, noting, we have identified a large-scale security breach related to one of our ETH hot wallets and one of our BSC hot wallets. At this moment, we are still concluding the possible methods used. The hackers were able to withdraw assets of the value of approximately $150 million US. On the contrary, security researchers Peck Shield estimated a loss of $200 million in various assets. Quote, total estimated loss, $200 million, $100 million on Ethereum, and $96 million on Binance Chain. Furiously, we only counted a loss on Ethereum, and here's a list of affected assets amount. So we got SafeMoon, X2P, FLNS, Baby Doge, Hero, Starship, Floki, Jewel B, CMCX, GMR, SPE, PETU, and so on. The hackers attacked over 20 tokens like Binance, Coin, SafeMoon, and BPay. But meme coins also were a favorite and included Baby Doge, Floki, and Moonshot. According to Zia, the exchange is now conducting a security review. Given the protocols, withdrawals have been suspended until further notice. PeckShield had called attention to the hack on Saturday and estimated some loss to be close to $100 million over the Ethereum blockchain. However, as it delved deeper, the researchers noted that the exchange's BSC reserves were also being drained, which was close to $96 million. PeckShield observed that it was a straightforward play for the hackers, one wherein they transfer out, swap, and wash. The CEO followed up with an update noting, quote, at this moment, we are temporarily suspending withdrawals until further notice. We beg for your kind understanding and patience in this situation. Thank you very much. Well, seems like the merry season of hacks is upon us once again, especially since this followed the attack on lending platform Celsius. On the 2nd of December, its decentralized finance protocol BadgerDAO was exploited, leading to a loss of $50 million. The team is now investigating the issue and has halted all smart contracts on the protocol. So there you guys have it. What do you think about this article? Bitmart loses $200 million following large-scale security breach. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, let's take a look at our final topic today. It is a perfect storm as Bitcoin stages weekend crash that puts it on verge of breakdown. Here's what crypto bulls are saying. So $1.1 billion of leveraged Bitcoin positions and $2.5 billion of crypto leveraged positions, including Bitcoin, have been liquidated Saturday, according to NYDIG. A downturn in global stocks appears to be spilling over into the nascent crypto market, with a bout of weekend selling erupting into a mini flash crash in prices of Bitcoin and other notable digital assets. By Sunday afternoon, Bitcoin was trading at $49,252, down slightly on the day, but that followed a harrowing day of trading Saturday, with Bitcoin slumping to around $42,000 on some exchanges, tumbling nearly 30% peak to trough on a 24-hour basis. NYDIG, a technology and financial services firm dedicated to Bitcoin, said that the decline was even more severe from some offshore platforms such as Huobi, where Bitcoin briefly touched a 24 nader at $28,800 on Saturday. So that Saturday slide, a dramatic drop for Bitcoin, took shape on Saturday morning. This is a gut-wrenching fall that may even leave some veteran crypto bulls 
feeling a touch queasy. The drop also meant that the total market value of the crypto universe, as tracked by CoinMarketCap.com, shed nearly $400 billion to around $2 trillion before recovering to around $2.2 trillion. So what precipitated the drop? It isn't 100% clear. The analyst at Coindesk blamed at least some of the downturn on trading in crypto derivatives, amplified by growing concerns about the prospects for tighter financial conditions that is forcing a repricing of assets that are sensitive to potentially rising borrowing costs. The decline was likely in part technically driven, exacerbated by the derivatives market and not helped by the downside momentum behind high growth stocks on Friday to which Bitcoin has been positively correlated, wrote Katie Stockton of Fairlead Strategies in a Saturday morning note. NYDIG estimates that $1.1 billion of leveraged Bitcoin positions and $2.5 billion of crypto leveraged positions, including Bitcoin, have been liquidated in the past 24 hours, representing the largest such notional liquidation since September 7th. Bitcoin's value has been softening for weeks, but declines for other risky assets have been accelerating, with the Federal Reserve indicating it might increase the pace at which it's withdrawing the market support, provided in the past 18 months during the coronavirus pandemic as it turns its attention to restraining inflation. This so-called tapering of bond purchases has investors believing that the interest rates hikes are next on the central bank's agenda in 2022. Some believe that Bitcoin and other digital assets aren't correlated with the prices of other assets, which has been heralded as one of the more appealing features of Bitcoin and its ilk. However, crypto has been trading more in step with traditional stocks and bonds recently, partly because of the prevailing low interest rate environment. And if that changes and then values of a host of assets also factoring in inflation must be reassessed. Put another way, the value of an asset is its future income, discounted to the present using interest rates plus a risk premium. The extra return you expect for owning something riskier than a government bond, a rising interest rate, diminishes the present value of that future income. In traditional markets, that repricing has seen technology shares underperform as they are the most sensitive to shifts in rates. The tech-laden NASDAQ Composite Index stands 6% from its November 19 peak, with declines gathering steam over the past week amid fears about the economic impact of the coronavirus Omicron variant and concerns about the Fed's monetary policy plans. Meanwhile, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is halfway toward a correction and is off more than 5% from its November 8th record close, and the S&P 500 Index is 3.5% from its all-time high close put in on November 18th. While the small capitalization Russell 2000 Index fell into correction, commonly defined as a fall of at least 10% from a recent peak on Thursday. On Twitter, Michael Novogratz, founder and chief CEO of crypto firm Galaxy Digital, tweeted that the backdrop in markets was a perfect storm, perhaps referring to the tumble in broader markets, Omicron fears, and hawkish comments from the Federal Reserve. A perfect storm, hawkish Fed, Omni spiral, weekend liquidity, pick your levels to bid and turn off the screens. If you have too much risk, offer above and turn off the screens. Staring at them doesn't help. I tried that for years. Fairlead Stockton says that if the downturn persists after Bitcoin broke through an area of support at around $53,000, it would qualify as a more troubling 
technical breakdown of the uptrend in the assets price. Momentum has weakened to the extent that there is pending weekly MACD sell signal that would be solidified upon a confirmed breakdown tomorrow. She wrote referring to the moving average convergence divergence used by technical analysts as a gauge of momentum in an asset. However, NYDIG suggests that they are seeing positive trends for Bitcoin and crypto. On our desk, we have seen two-way flows today with 84% of the flows being buys on our trading desk, excluding task loss uh, harvesting trades, the company wrote in a note on Saturday. In other crypto, Ether on the Ethereum blockchain was trading up slightly, but holding above $4,100 at 4143 At last check Sunday afternoon, it had been as low as around $3,500 Saturday. To be sure, crypto is one of the more volatile assets and is still in the phase of gaining credibility as a bona fide uh, alternative asset. Some crypto bulls known for holding the investment long-term despite its tendency for wild swings were making light of the Saturday slump, such as this tweet from the Twitter account associated with Billy Marcus, one of the founders of Dogecoin, which has become such a popular meme asset that has duplicated other tokens such as Shiba Inu. He says, the entire crypto market, it's going to flash crash and freak people out. Haha, <laughs> it's fine. I'll hodl. Eventually, you'll recover, right? Eventually, you'll recover, right? So take a look at that, everyone. What do you think about this article? A perfect storm as Bitcoin stages weekend crash that puts it on verge of breakdown. Here's what the crypto bulls are saying. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's take a look at the prices one last time before we head out. At number one, BTC is at $48,932. Ethereum, $4,166. Finance Coin, $551. Tether, $1. Solana, $192. Cardano, $1.34. USD Coin, $0.99. Cents. XRP, $0.79. Cents. Polkadot, $27, Terra at $62. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you're YouTube space, like, share, and subscribe. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great crypto day. Turn off your screens. Don't look at the charts and just wait for the cryptocurrency uh, market prices to just go back up. Other than that, please have a great crypto day and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.